0: Hello, beautiful people. You are listening to the Inside Job Podcast with Mikkel Brand Oliver. The Inside Job Podcast will share light, love, and lessons to support you in loving and valuing yourself from the inside out. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to episode seven of the Inside Job Podcast. Thank you for listening and for your desire to grow in your journey of being emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually well. I am Mikel Brand Oliver, and I'm growing right along with you. Every Monday for the next three weeks of season one of the Inside Job Podcast, I will share light, love, and lessons to help us unearth self-love from the inside out. Please subscribe, rate, and review the Inside Job Podcast and share the podcast with those in your circle. I'd love to connect with you personally to hear how you're applying what you've learned and how we can continue to grow together. Details on how we can share space, stories, and synergy at the Inside Job Kinship will be shared next Monday. Downloads for all episodes of the Inside Job podcast can be accessed at www.striveforimpact.com backslash podcast. That's strive for, F-O-R, impact, M-P-A-C-T.com backslash podcast. No I in impact. If there is a download you want and you don't see it, let me know and it shall be yours. And shout out to Gabby and E-Squared Labs for the design work. All right. Is your mind ready? Check. Heart ready check for the mindset check-in, which is a temperature check of your heart and your heart is the nucleus of your entire being and drives your mind, emotions, thoughts, and behaviors. Matthew six twenty-two states, the eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is clear, spiritually perceptive, your whole body will be full of light. Benefiting from God's precepts. The mindset check-in for episode seven is, what person, place, or thing are you thankful for? Gratitude has tremendous benefits for our inner lives and well-being. I am thankful for Impact, my consulting business. Impact was birthed from a string of no's when I was looking to pursue my next career move. I had done interviews, reached out to my network, and it was a hard no on positions I applied to and definite no's and pump fakes in places where I thought someone I knew or reached out to would put in a word or hook up for me. And y'all, I was perplexed. And God told me my yes was in front of me. So I finished classes on April 30th of 2019, moved back to Maryland on May 1st, llc Impact Consultancy LLC on May 4th, and signed my first business client on May 13th, 2019. And I've been a full-time entrepreneur, growing impact ever since. It's been scary, liberating, and a true testament to God's grace, purpose, and plan for my life. I'm thankful for the impact impact has had on others and the impact it has had on me. This week, reflect on a person, place, or thing you are thankful for. If you are thankful for a person, let them know. Write or audio record your thoughts, share them with someone, and ask them the same question. The topic for episode seven is drum roll, please. Self full, nurturing your relationship with self. One of the most important relationships you will ever have. Is the relationship you have with yourself, the other being the relationship you have with God. The relationship you have with yourself is the root to your relationship with others and the world around you. Relationship can be defined as the state of being connected, having close, harmonic connection. Being selfful is developing a relationship with our inner lives, our thoughts, emotions, values, sense of purpose, relationship with God, acts of service, and learning how to bring a quality of friendliness, compassion, love, companionship, and support to our inner lives. Essentially, Self-full is being your own best friend and deepening your inner resources as you journey through life and walk in the purposes you were designed for. The fruit of our inner lives is evident in our outer relationships. When we nourish and uplift and tend to our inner lives, and this can occur through music, Through nature, relationships with others, artistic and creative expression, our relationship with God, or spirituality and contemplative practices, service and contribution, when we uplift and tend to our inner lives through all that I just named, we're able to recognize the goodness in ourselves, in others, and in our lives. We focus on what is. We appreciate and value what we have and receive and accept the present as choices we make every day that influence our lives personally and collectively. It's a deeper sense within yourself that you are fulfilled from the inside out. Yes, you're human. And as we've talked about previously, life's challenges will greet you. However, developing your inner life and being self-full acknowledges and comes to terms with life's challenges and draws on inner resources and outer resources to unpack, get help, process, and grow. When you are self-full, You have faith that the things you do and say matter and that you can impact your life for the good based on the choices, energy, and resources you have right now. You focus on the presence of the present and what you can do right now to navigate towards your truest, most genuine self and purpose. And if we're malnourished in our inner lives, if we resist or repress our emotions, if we distort and discredit our value, refuse to offer kindness and compassion to ourselves and seek validation and approval from the outside world, challenges are often unbearable to manage. And we operate in the mindset that when certain outcomes change in our lives, then we'll be better, feel better, and be fulfilled. So when I have kids, my life will be better and I'll accept myself as whole and complete. When I get married or have a partner, then I can really enjoy life and feel affirmed and validated and loved. When I get the right opportunity, then my life and debt will clear up and I can relax and not fill my schedule with meetings, connections, ideas, promises, and things that take away time from my family. Now see, when I make more money, then I will feel comfortable and make commitments. When I alter my body and physical appearance, then I'll feel better about myself and be better received by others and get the attention that I want. When this circle of people notices me or accepts me, then I'll have the platform I need to be seen or discovered. When I move out of this area, then I'll put myself out there and have better chances to meet a better selection of prospects. When I get this type of response, reaction and feeling, From this person, then I'll know how they feel about me and know my worth and importance. When I get my life together, then I can focus on my relationship with God. An unhealthy and malnourished inner life and relationship with self will always focus on an outcome or what's to come as the place of hope Is it helpful to have something to look forward to? Of course, that could be motivating and inspiring to maintain momentum. But the danger and liability in having a malnourished inner life that is predicated on future outcomes and expectations is that the outcome is nowhere close to being in our control. And should the outcome not come to pass, we're left crushed, unhinged, fragile, and perpetually weakened. Bitter, resentful, and unforgiving. And it is difficult to build a relationship with yourself in a volatile inner environment. Self-love, y'all, isn't a future sense of being. It isn't achieved when you reach a specific status level or amass a catalog of accomplishments, compliments, and recognition. Self-love is a constant state of acceptance, reverence, and reception of exactly who you are every single day, hour, and minute, and whose you are throughout every season of life. Are you familiar with how love is described in 1 Corinthians? When I first read and heard the scripture, man, it detonated any previous meaning, description, or definition I had of love. Let me share it with you. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7 Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. It is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Y'all. This is not what I thought love was about. Love takes no record of wrongs? That right there froze me up because I am the queen of taking records, files, receipts, and binders of wrong and then using those records to determine what level of respect I would and would not give. And truth be told, I was using that same type of recording system with myself an entire case file of what I deem wrong about myself that determined how I would or would not respect myself and how I did and did not value myself. Paul's description of love in 1 Corinthians and the true nature of its power, magnitude, and light is the way in which God loves you desires to engage with you, and makes it possible for you to walk in love with him, yourself, and others. A barrier, really a significant barrier, to our ability to develop our inner life and embody self-fullness is that many of us don't even know who we are. We've moved so far from who we truly are, the core essence of who God created and called us to be, that we're morphing, conforming, assimilating, and mimicking a script for a role we were never meant to fill. And our true role, our most truest self, is left vacant. And this can happen for a myriad of reasons. Maybe you're a parent. That's placed your relationship with yourself last because the needs of your family are more important and paramount to you and taking time to nurture yourself feels selfish and inconsiderate. But you can't give from an empty well. And what are the possible examples you're setting for your family and others by not caring for yourself? What impact is that having on your overall health though? Perhaps your life is built upon the expectations and convictions of your family or parents so you feel obligated and bound to live the life they have planned for you. Maybe you set certain benchmarks for yourself based on your age and status in the world system so you embody what you believe is right while repressing who you really are. Whatever the factors are that cause a gap between the real you And the identity you assume is a hindrance to being self-full, receiving and accepting God's love, growing in your love with him, flowing in his love with yourself, and giving of his love to others. How you care for your inner self is supremely important to being self-full. The ways in which you feed your inner life will align to how you feed your outer life. The ways in which you nurture and tend to your emotions, thoughts, feelings, values, and sense of purpose and service will show up in how you care for your mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional health and how you care for others. The journey of self-love is an inside job. When we develop a loving and compassionate relationship with God and our inner self, which is the core of who God has created us to be, the desires of our hearts will meet us there. In the words of Psalm 24, May he grant you your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. Three considerations I'd like you to ruminate on in strengthening your self-fullness and your self-fulfillment. Number one, do you have inner wounds that need to be healed? If so, acknowledge them. What is revealed can be healed and if you can't change something that you're not aware of, seek help to extract that. Draw on your internal and external resources to help you process and heal inner wounds and seek support for your healing, counseling, prayer, reading, journaling, trusted loved ones and intimate relationships that you have. Here's the thing, y'all. And I've said this before. You are not alone. You're not the only one with that wound or wounds. You're not the only one that feels that way. You're not the only one struggling with that challenge. If there is a name for it, it's because others have lived with and through it. Don't suffer in silence. That is a scheme of the enemy to isolate. Spoken from someone who will isolate. Work out my feelings and emotions on my own and then show up like, ta-da, that's not helpful. That doesn't support our inner lives of being vulnerable that doesn't welcome in emotions and unpacking them and addressing them. Don't suffer in silence. Second consideration I'd like you to ruminate on and strengthening your self fullness is, are you spending a lot of time living in your head Get up out of there for a bit and spend some time in your physical surroundings and out of the world your mind is creating. Spend some time outside. Look at the sky, take in the beauty of nature and God's creativity and inventiveness. In the northern hemisphere of the world, we're experiencing spring. But whatever season is occurring and where you are in the world, get outside in your physical surroundings and take it in. When you're outside, ask yourself, what are three things I can see, hear, and touch? Now, don't just say, I see a tree. (laughs) Be descriptive. I see green waxy leaves swaying in the wind and reflecting the light of the sun. And if possible, touch the leaves, touch the tree. Ground yourself in the presence of the world around you and give yourself a break from the continuous cycle in your mind. You deserve it. The last consideration I'd like you to make is this. What type of life do you want to live? And what can you commit to doing in the next 24 hours to take action towards living that life. Isaiah 26.3 You will keep the peace, a perfect peace, for all who trust in you, for those who dedicate their hearts and minds to you. This week, reflect on the mindset check-in. What person, place, or thing are you thankful for? Share your response with someone and ask them the same question. If you're thankful for a person, let them know. Next, take in the beauty of nature this week and inhale the present with gratitude and peace. Regardless of and in spite of Whatever else is going on in the world, within your circle, within your family, inhale the present with gratitude and peace. And lastly, return next week for another episode of the Inside Job Podcast. I'm proud of you. I believe in you. And I would love to hear from you. You can connect with me at mikel at striveforimpact.com. That's mikel, M-I-K-E-L at strive for, F-O-R, impact, M-P-A-C-T.com. No I in impact. Be sure to rate the Inside Job Podcast, leave a review, subscribe, and share. I love you. Keep going.